What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Free Channel Pod. Uh, Ari's yacked right now. I think the the other reason is I just had like nine pieces of high high chocolate, high cocoa content chocolate. So I'm jacked up on caffeine right now. Oh, I'm feeling crazy off that caffeine. I'm also excited because I finished a pretty big project. Big big news coming. I should have been studying. Big news coming to the website soon, folks. Keep an eye out. That new journalist. He's uh he might start this weekend. Y'all need to make FCP your homepage too. He or she, sorry, it. They. I prefer it. I prefer Zay. Or Neo. <laughs> I don't like uh, the L in Neo. <laughs> uh, I want to watch that new Matrix movie. I wouldn't mind it, but I'm... Well, I, I prefer not to pay to go see it, but like in a movie theater, it could be cool, especially if it's in 4D or something. I haven't seen a movie in the movie theater in a long time. I just want to watch it because I've heard it's, I've heard people are very polarized. Some people are like, it's one of the worst movies. (laughs) Someone's like, it's the worst movie ever. And other people are like, it's like really good. Really good. I don't know. I I didn't really like any of the Matrix movies besides the first one anyway. The first one was great. But yeah, the second, the second and third were like disappointing. It wasn't as revolutionary. It was just kind of like cultish almost. The first Matrix is like the the uh, epitome of like a DVD movie, like the DVD revolution of just like what well, watching <clears throat> it like a million times, just like well that, but also like the fact that it was just like it's that era, like it was like future, it was like future shit and like computers and like oh wow, like we're really moving into the future, and it's shot really cool too. There's a lot of badass scenes. Though that didn't really throw me out. What I loved about the Matrix was the kind of reality questioning aspects of it i'm not a big action action movie fan i don't really like action movies it's not that i don't like them it's just like that's not what that's not what gets me it's the cerebral aspect of it and that's what i really liked about i watched that movie like probably dozens of times without exaggeration as a teenager i remember the first time i saw it when i was like probably 12 or 13 a few years after it came out and holy mother i just watched it over and over it's pretty good. I mean, I definitely watched it multiple times on the old uh, PlayStation 2 DVD player. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. That and Holes. Holes is a big one for me. It, it, no surprises <laughs> there. It's a classic. I know you're a big Shia LaBeouf fan. That's why. I do love Shia LaBeouf. Uh, one of the... The most underrated actors and directors of our time. I have the book in Taiwan. I read it last year, I think. I remember reading part of it at a, like a, where were we? Was that like a coffee shop or a hostel in Taiwan? And I saw it. I started reading it. Well, it's not my copy. By the way, is that, is that my snorkel above your head? Yeah, of course it is. Where's yours? Upstairs. Okay. I was wondering why. Because I. I put yours in here because it was a, you were drying it after we went to show the outro and it. Because I found the bag in the alley today. Not that I don't know. Oh, probably because probably because blown. I hung it up on the thing. It probably got blown off. Okay. And the yeah. construction I workers are like, let's try this on. They're just stamping on it. Well, this looks like one of those newfangled gold piss bags. <laughs> I hear the Amazon. I don't like that. I hear the Amazon workers are loving these. <laughs> Perfect size for your pocket. Uh, Oh man, what uh, what have we been seeing? I feel like I went over so much news yesterday. I recorded over an hour. I probably could have done two hours on the news I was doing for that Worker Wednesday thing. I'm gonna start trying to do. I have almost nothing about workers on here, so that's fine. I did all the worker stuff yesterday. We yeah, so it shouldn't be it shouldn't be any overlap. I know you hate workers, Ari. I am a worker. Ari is a PMC piece of shit. As somebody who makes less than minimum wage in Taiwan, <laughs> working. Well, I wouldn't say I work full time, but uh, I I have a lot of part time jobs I cobble together. Yeah, <clears throat> the only one that really matters is this, though, which you get paid the least for. <laughs> I get paid <laughs> nothing. <laughs> it's a nonprofit, folks. All the money goes right back into the company. Yeah, you guys could make that a little bit better for us if you go over the website and find some ads you like and click on them. And also purchase what you what you click on. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't hurt for sure. And uh, 
hit that Patreon too. Yeah, Patreon Patreon is a lot more direct. Yeah. Or you could just buy our NFTs. It's true. You just send us a big grip of cash and we'll send you a bunch of JPEGs. At the end of January, we'll have the whole NFT menu out there. You guys will be stoked. There's some serious... This made me think of the... There's some beef going on right now with uh, Badiotal, that artist. And? And, I don't know, online leftists. Like, not... not, not they're like Taiwanese, like online leftists. I don't know. They're I all. I didn't know there were Taiwanese leftists. Period. Because like left isn't really a thing in Taiwan. Well, they would. I think they're more internationally facing, so they'd call themselves like more left. But they're Marxists. I don't know if I would. I would probably wouldn't say Marxists, but I would say like <laughs> have some socialist tendencies. Okay. It's different things because I just use that as a broad umbrella term because there's like people who are like woke performative leftists and then there are people who are like actually like worker workers you know gaining uh foothold i was reading a book recently about like taiwanese politics it's hilarious what they think of left and right so <laughs> most taiwanese people well in taiwanese basically like left is left but right it, there's no like word for it. it's not like yo being in, in mandarin it's like i forget the taiwanese for right and left honestly but anyway the, the like word is like done like correct so the right is, like, is basically synonymous with correct. So people on the political blue and green all define themselves as being on the political right. So all Taiwanese people define themselves as rightists. It's hilarious. Yeah. Which is also funny because they're like, come at least coming from America, because they're all like farther, quote unquote, left. And yeah. like they're all in they favor of like it. socialized medicine. And, <clears throat> you know, so that's funny. It's it's hilarious. Like, well, they, they just... They don't conceptually understand it at all. And if you ask them to define it, I would say probably far less than 10% could actually define what it means. Most of them define it as basically like correct or not correct. When you say that's in Taiwanese? In Taiwanese, that's like a literal say, definition. Because in Mandarin, there are words. Yeah, for there's it. a left and right. Well, there, there, and there are words for left and right, but like nobody knows. Because I had this I was talking with Olivia the other day. Mm. And she got it completely backwards. Oh. She was like, oh, like the right is for uh, like redistribution and helping <laughs> poor people. I'm like, wait a second. Yeah, with trickle that. down economics. Uh, that fucking... <laughs> she just got it totally backwards. Yeah. Like... Because they don't use that term here. So I find that very interesting. There's also because both of the parties define themselves <laughs> as on the right while practicing essentially what would be internationally considered leftist politics in terms of redistribution and like uh yeah nationalized healthcare and trying to do occasionally do like worker friendly policies like increasing the minimum wage that there isn't really a left right political divide so to speak because both of them are opportunistically leftist when they when it so suits them mm, and, yeah. and opportunistically conservative when they don't have any electoral pressure both of them yeah Sounds like a two-party system. Sounds like a two-party system. Rank choice voting. Rank, 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 choice, choice, voting, voting. It's important now. Push for it. Call your representatives and politely ask them, uh, demand that they uh, push for rank choice voting. Or try and start a referendum in your state. Just try to start a revolution. Peaceful revolution. Peaceful legal revolution, of course. Okay, well, let me start with the first article I have, which is that Marjorie Taylor Greene, this is a really weird article, but essentially she, it sounds like she's basically calling for, I I don't want to use the word civil war, but essentially a breakup of the United States, which on its basis is unilaterally, if, if states try to secede, unilateral secession is unconstitutional, which yeah. means by making such statements she's actually in violation of her oath that she took when she became a member of congress which means she should probably be expelled from congress or tried for sedition yeah to be fair to her though there are a lot of like gay jewish space lasers uh coming for her so she's got <laughs> no yeah she should probably be tried for well, she's not even i mean <clears throat> the thing is is that's she is like the id of of their party just like trump is he just she's a little bit more off her rocker which is strange to say in comparison to trump but she, uh, she, they just don't want to like censure her or anything. So like, they don't care. They like, they, I think that everyone kind of likes what she's saying for the most part. Like there's strange, like, uh, slightly less fashy, uh, conservatives like, uh, Liz Cheney that might be like, mm, this makes me sad. I don't like that. 
I don't like that. I like lying about lying us into the Iraq war, but this is too far. So, <clears throat> yeah, I'd, um, she she said this. She, she should certainly be investigated at the very least. I think that state separatism. I mean, we already fought a civil war, and it's kind of like a tempestuous time. She, sh- I, I'm not like super partisan, and I don't think. Yeah. I think that people generally have freedom of speech, but if she is basically advocating for uh, violating the Constitution, that's a violation of her con- of her oath. When yeah, she, I was going to say, she, especially as a representative. As a representative, she took an oath to defend the Constitution, so it's it's pretty reprehensible, and she should, at the very least, be expelled from Congress. At the very most, she should be tried for sedition. Bye-bye, MTG. What she said in here, and it's disgusting, but obviously it's not illegal, is that she said that uh, red states should start quote unquote cooling off period to ban Democrats from voting or ban people who move from blue states to them for like five to ten years. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. We're also thinking about doing a poll tax on black people because they seem to vote more Democrat. She's a she's an interesting person. She's also I would say not very intelligent. Well <laughs> Yeah, considering she's like going on Twitter basically violating her her uh sworn what would you call it? Sworn oath to defend the Constitution. Yeah. That's uh, pretty dumb. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see if anything comes out of it with a thoroughly divided Congress and... Uh, nothing, nothing's going to come out thing, of it. Things like... We've got better things to focus on, like getting vaccinated, folks! Or or yelling or screaming that we shouldn't be vaccinated and how, you're, how like wearing a mask is taking away my freedom. Well, those are that's those those are where the the lines of demarcation are, but th- I'm somewhat thankful that it seems like a, a lot of people are extricating themselves from that debate and kind of just moving towards things that they can actually deal with on their own, like trying to form a union in their workplace. I wish, honestly, this is this. Is, my mom and my sister are now both positive for Omicron. Yeah, because of the fucking failure of the United States government to institute the most basic policies to force people to quarantine and instead of doing that they reduced the quarantine time to five days and basically admitted that that the exclusive purpose of that was to help the airline industry and now jordan not not just the airline industry like just in general well well help help uh no they made that specific statement there was an interview with Ari Shapiro on NPR recently, I heard about where the spokesperson for the, the CDC basically said, we need to do this because look what happened to the airline industry. That's, that's like a direct quote. Oh, as if, as if we didn't uh, just bail them out? like a, 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 Well, now a, we're sacrificing 10% year, of our population. A year, a year ago? <laughs> as if we didn't uh, not only bail them out, but bail them out after they did huge stock buybacks. It doesn't... I mean, it's so fucking ridiculous because as more people get Omicron and no, and, and those staff can no longer work at on those flights, they're canceling flights around the country right now. It's absolutely fucking... <laughs> half of their... Not half, but a good proportion of their workforce is... Under the weather, so to speak, they've been infected recently. Like my mom was flying back recently while she's positive for COVID because they don't actually require testing or masks. Sorry, they require masks, but only when they're watching because you can just take your masks off. Right. So, so and the the head of the airline companies were saying that I forget which one, maybe Delta or Southwest. I forget exactly which one, but he was saying, oh, we need to stop having these uh, mask mandates on planes. And, uh, well, they don't, and he immediately, he immediately got COVID right after that. They don't enforce them. But also the other thing is, is that they're like, they're saying, they're saying, they're saying this as a way to protect, uh, to protect these airline companies. But actually the airline workers, one, because of all the stuff with COVID have been getting assaulted at way higher levels. And because they're not doing anything to protect people, like actually making people wear their masks and not testing people before they get on the plane. The, that's the reason why they're understaffed is because one, people are scared, and two, there's too many people that are sick and not tr- and they don't have trained replacements. That was my point. That was my point. Yeah. So my mom's flight got delayed like multiple times because they simply don't have enough people to staff the flights, which means they're canceling flights left, right, and center. So and it's going to get worse as more people get sick, and as new strains come out that are even less even less susceptible to these vaccines which have not been sufficiently tested on the new strains oh, to yeah, see whether they're for sure and efficacious not to mention if we get a new strain that's like way more deadly that's as virulent as, as omicron and is way more deadly then yeah then we just don't have any workers at all and america really becomes a failed state 
Well, I mean, if that happens, then America's going to go from losing, like, less than a million people. We've lost less than a million people so far, right? Around a million people, well, I would I, say. Well, w- I would say it's probably over, but the official numbers, I think, last I checked, were like eight, 800K, something like that. It's going to go from, I mean, depending on what the mortality rate, it's obviously going to be exponentially higher. Well, and only, it's gonna, I, we only have a little over 1,000 people dying every day, already, no big deal. Just like a... We were at 3,000. We were over a 9-11 every day, and people really lose their minds about 9-11, but this, this is, eh, whatever. Just 3,000 people dying go for- Go back to work, folks. Get your, get your ineffective vaccines and go back to work. I did a deeper dive on this, and everyone should go check out the it's FCP Worker Wednesday that I did. It's on, it's on the, the podcast feed and also on YouTube. But this is his quote. He says, uh, that's the reason. Uh, what's, what's Fauci's voice? That's the reason. Yeah, he says, I mean, obviously, if you have symptoms, you should be out of, but be out of, which weird. Anyway, but be out of work is what he means. But if you're, if you're asymptomatic and you're infected, we want we want to get people back to jobs. Are you fucking... Particularly those with essential jobs to keep our society running smoothly. That's his quote. He wants sick people to go back to work so your grandma gets fucking killed. So my fucking nephew, who is has problems with his health so he can't get vaccinated he's immunocompromised so he dies that's what Fauci is saying right now the fucking king of science this guy who claims that he really cares about the health and well-being of everyone is like go get fucked so you can get ground into the fucking cogs of capitalism you fucking pigs I own you that's what he's saying fuck that guy I hope he I'm serious I hope kind of agree with you man fuck that guy Anthony Fauci is an absolute monster. monster he's a fucking monster like I have been trying not to get that upset about. I just thought he's kind of a stupid idiot, but he's literally just giving away the fucking game. We're the rich elites. You're the fucking piss pigs. Go do work for us. If you die, we don't care. It's not only about if you die. It's it's. Well, you're saying for the workers, but I'm saying yeah, yeah. Being asymptomatic does not mean that you cannot spread the virus. That's the main point of this. So saying exactly, they should yeah, go that's to work. What I'm saying, yeah. While there's no mass mandates in place, that's what spread I'm saying. It to other yeah, people. they're gonna spread. It to, that's why your grandma and and possibly my family members that I love that are being responsible that did follow like my parents got fucking boosted my parents wear their fucking mask they still might get sick because he's telling people who are sick to take off their fucking masks and go to work good job man I because mean, it's a matter I, of time until Anthony Fauci fucking dies of this and and like when Osama bin Laden died I was like I never I've never rejoiced over the end of a human life because human life is valuable even if they're monstrous but this guy is responsible for so many deaths and is so unrepentant in his in his disgusting behavior. It's like, yeah, the the impulse to like rejoice at his death is like, oh. I'm not as principled as you. I'll I'll fucking, I, I, okay. I'll, I'll be I'll be careful. Anyway, <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah, it's he's a fucking monster, and he is a monster. I hope people wake up to that. But I think. Everyone's entrenched in their little in their little camps now. So this, this reminds me of that stupid movie. What is it? Don't look up. And like the the irony of all these Hollywood elites and all the people who just keep pumping out the same. Keep getting your Pfizer vaccines. <laughs> yeah. Like both of my family members who are now infected with Omicron had my mom had three doses of that. Like yeah. give me a fucking break. We obviously need to do something more than push the Pfizer. More than vaccinations, but yeah. they're like, no vaccines are enough. <laughs> that's all we need. <laughs> you just put the shot in your arm and you're good. That's well, that's what they want. They want a magic bullet, but obviously they're it's broken. They, they're they're failing to learn that that it, it's the not. gun is jammed. Yeah, well, it, it's the it's the Bugs Bunny Elmer Fudd thing where Bugs Bunny spins the gun around and now the barrel's pointing at your face <laughs> and you fucking launch your own head off. I have said this again and again, and obviously with the new variant, there's not enough data. But with the pre- with the previous variants, getting vaxxed does prevent you from, from dying and being hospitalized or at least getting severe illness. Does redu- we shouldn't say prevent. Reduces. It redu- did I say prevent? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should say pre- reduce. Reduce, yeah, is the correct word. Okay, so I think that if— For previous variants. Yeah, that's what, that's what I said. I know, I know, yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm just reiterating. Yeah, so <clears throat> I think— uh, if that's what the reason you're getting vaccinated, I think I think that makes sense. But the fact that they sold this, and I get and things change, but it seems like they don't they don't update the data. Like the new data comes out saying like 
they were basically saying, oh, if you get vaxxed, like it's it's a vaccine and you won't get it or probably even spread it. And now it's very clear that that's not true. And they're still acting like it is. (laughs) They're still acting like this is the fucking case. It's just insane, man. uh, Like you said this morning that one in 50 people in New York, not one in 50 cases are Omicron, but one in 50 people people in New York City have Omicron. I think it's specifically Manhattan, but it will be... Manhattan is probably like 98% (laughs) vaccinated. Consider the mandates It will be be all of New York City soon, if not more than that. It'll be like like a quarter of people or something. But yeah, it's, it's just getting worse. And the other thing is that they're having people line up and which they're probably some of them probably aren't masked. They're probably not social distancing They're to do these uh, testing facilities, which there aren't even enough tests for. Yeah, that, that's insane <laughs> that we're two years in. And like I told you earlier today, my sister had to wait yeah. f- like uh, she waited six days. She finally got her PCR results back six days later. Like, Jeez. this is how bad it is. Well, I, this is what I said uh, yesterday is that. There is an easy way to do this. You do the Defense Production Act, which we they talked about doing earlier to make masks and also to make vaccines. You do this. Masks are ineffective. They're Jordan. ineffective. <laughs> I do. I I can switch and shit on someone else's. You switch to the the Rogan voice, and he says, "Hey, uh, hey, uh, c- comedian that I only have on now. One of my comedian friends. Hey, did you see the video? Uh, did you hear Ari Shafir? Did you hear <laughs> <laughs> Ari Shafir? Hey, did you see the video on on uh, YouTube? The YouTube doctor that uh, puts on masks and blows bla- vape smoke through it. Did you see that? He tells that fucking story on every podcast. Yeah, even though, <laughs> <laughs> even though this, there's literally good long term science studies that show obviously they work. Well, it's obvious. L- let me just explain why that video is complete fucking bullshit and why yeah. that guy should lose his medical license for repeating lies. Vape smoke is a very specific thing. It's it's about a, a vaporized uh, particle at a certain size. Right. When you're talking about somebody who is coughing or sneezing, the particle size of those of those water droplets are going to be significantly bigger, which means they're going to it's not possible for them to pass through the mask. So comparing them is like comparing apples and cockroaches. They're not even <laughs> fucking close. Yeah. Yeah, it's, He's it's insane. just a bad doctor spreading false fucking he, it's like the epitome of fake news. Yeah, yeah, it is. And Joe Rogan is loves spreading that shit, which is why I've honestly I've lost my patience for him. That guy is a fucking moron. Oh, he's dumb. I mean, I used yeah. to I used to think it was interesting to listen to him because he would like listen to the opinions of other people. And now the fact that every single podcast is just ranting about the <laughs> same fucking things over and over, his uneducated dribble and, and falsehoods just drives me crazy. Yeah, I, I won't listen to him unless he's ta- like. I, usually, I just if I listen to that podcast, which I don't do that often, I just turn it off if he starts talking about COVID. It, well, just, last time, I, the reason on our last part, I was talking about what's that fucking that that crazy seventeen year old who killed oh, a bunch of people. Uh, I stopped listening because of that because I didn't realize he was in like pro anarchy Somali fucking se- separatist <laughs> who wants to bring us back to Mogadishu. Ro- Rogan the Somali pirate. <clears throat> yeah, well. He's, um... Free guns for all children. <laughs> the first one to kill doesn't get prosecuted. Yeah. Once you turn 13, you get your free AR-15. And if you kill enough random strangers with that, then you get your Uzi. Yeah. As long as you kill them all, they can't say... <laughs> they can't defend themselves and say they didn't fear you first. As long as you feared them more than they feared you, you can kill as many people as you want. Just go to the skate park. They all have skateboards there. Ridiculous, yeah, but anyway, uh, it's... go to the skate. <laughs> he hit him with a skateboard, he had the right to murder him. <laughs> it's, it's obscene, but uh, that's kind of the that's kind of where we're at in, in the United States right now. And I'm glad I'm not in the United States right I now. I was like honestly considering coming back, and now I'm scared, you're fucking, fucking crazy, shitless, man. man. I can't believe you were thinking about that. You're a wild boy going to Canada, going back to Canada, Canada would be. Slightly better, but I don't, I don't only know. slightly, yeah. yeah, like less risk of being shot for for riding a skateboard down the street. <laughs> well, he was threatening me. He was riding right at me. <laughs> I had to blast his head off. At least there's certainly, I don't know. Yeah, I was very scared. It seems when it like when it comes to this, people have pretty much dropped the the whole mask thing. People were very serious people about the like mask thing for a while. But the idea that COVID is like an actual threat to anyone else. It's well, just like yeah. every man for himself, make as much money as you can until we all die. That's <laughs> yeah. basically what it appears like. Yeah. 
and again, I, yeah, it's it's so just admit it. It's interesting to hear people talk about stuff. Andy Fauci himself today. <laughs> That's a satire, folks. Hang yourself by your words is what I meant to say. Of course, literally. But um, by your I words. mean, he already has. To be fair, he's already done that. Yeah, and, and and he's still collecting a government salary of like nine hundred and fifty million. I think he's one year, of probably. I think he's one of the highest paid. Um... Oh, because he's science, Jordan. Yeah, you have to do so much research to take all that fucking money. Well, if you spend your entire career siphoning off U.S. grant money to to, uh, to kill to euthanize beagles for fun and then send it to to the Chinese government to do get, mean gain of function gain of function research. testing in an Wuhan laboratory, why <laughs> why wouldn't you get a golden parachute to keep milking the government for decades to come? Oh, love it! That's a that's a real welfare queen right there for you, folks. That is speaking a- of welfare queens, <clears throat> Abbott. Greg Abbott is also a welfare queen. I wrote an article, folks. It'll come out next October. There's three. You have three articles that just went up. Yeah, yeah. The the Greg Abbott one won't come up until a week before his next birthday. Oh, hell yeah. I'm going to write one about um, Regina Ip, too. Oh. I'm mispronouncing that. Ip. Ip. She's a monster. Yeah, and so is, is Junius Ho. Oh, Junius Ho's a fucking scumbag. I'm going to write articles about all these pieces of trash. We should also start... We should talk about that a little bit. That You saw the, the Stan News got shut down. Oh, yeah, today? It got shut down I followed yesterday. their Instagram. I didn't Got I didn't shut know down yesterday. Stan. Yeah. Six people got arrested, including uh, Denise Ho, the pop star. Oh, well, not a big pop star fan. I'm not, not either, but... It's not like dissing her. I'm just saying I don't know who she is. Yeah, well, no, no. I, I also... I didn't know who she was until like I started following like the stuff going on in Hong Kong. But yeah, even even back in 2019, she was like a pretty forward-facing advocate for for Hong Kong. She gave up like all of her she gave up like basically all of her livelihood as a pop singer to go for push for like uh, anti extradition treaty and then subsequently against the the uh, national security law. So yeah, like I was saying. She's a pretty commendable woman that she would like basically give up lots and lots of money as a pop star to basically be a defender. I mean, people do that of, all the time. What's interesting but is that's, that normally pop stars don't do that because they're only interested in money. Yeah, I mean, people people do that, but it's usually like regular working class people that could be argued have more to lose. But yeah, like you said, pop stars usually don't do it. Famous people don't do it as much because... They have like techni- they typically have te- to sell their souls to get there in the first place. Yeah, and they t- they usually actually have like more technical uh, like economic uh, loss if they do that, and they are used to you know the lifestyle of being rich and famous. Now she's going to prison. She is going to prison, which is fucked. Life but uh, I mean, a lot of a lot of Hong Kongers are going to prison, and a lot of them aren't getting as much recognition as she is, and understandably because she's famous. But we can't forget about. About uh, you know, all the all the average people that literally probably have given up their lives for to keep Hong Kong from falling, basically becoming like a third tier fucking Chinese city. Where if you now it has basically. Well, yeah, it's 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 on the way. They did. I don't remember if we talked about this, but they had like record low turnout. I talked about it on one of the updates because they just had those elections. It was the lowest since like oh yeah, yeah. I from, we talked since like about nineteen nineteen ninety or something like that. It's not a surprise. I mean, everyone basically no, it, boycotted it. Yeah, it's not a surprise, but it is. It is. It's it's funny in a way because when like you know Carrie Lam and all these people were coming out and saying like, oh, we're gonna show that like we're we have our own brand of democracy in Hong Kong, and it's like yeah, <laughs> like a fifteen percent voter turnout. What a fucking democracy. I mean, it's a joke. It's like a fifteen percent voter turnout for. The Legislative Council, which has no power to introduce bills, which sits under the chief executive, which is basically handpicked by the Chinese Communist Party, a totalitarian organization in charge of a fourth of the world population. Like, it's just layers of stupidity piled on. There's nothing democratic about anything in Hong Kong right now. of course not. There are tiny little pieces that copy democracies in other places, (laughs) but it's it's like putting a, a steering wheel... On the on the taping a steering wheel to your motorcycle and then calling it a car, <laughs> it doesn't make it a car. It's still a motorcycle. Yeah. Just like Hong Kong is neither in, independent nor is it now two systems or separate. It's completely under the authority of the Chinese Communist Party. And realistically, it has been 
ever since the handover. The handover, the the basic law were a fucking joke. If you actually like read the text of it, and and the fact, I mean, well, China doesn't respect it at all. I mean, one of the parts of the basic law said that that Hong Kong was supposed to move towards universal suffrage, suffrage yeah. uh, <laughs> for for the legislative council and for the chief executive too, and both of those. They've basically gone in the opposite direction, and it's almost half half of the time has elapsed. 25 years since 97, yeah, 2022 will be yeah. next year. And it's gone the opposite direction instead of moving forward. So it's over. I mean, it's over. One country, two systems was a lie. It's yeah, been a oh, lie. of course it is. Of course it is. Speaking of the Chinese... <clears throat> I have a lot of China stories. Did you hear that the people were very angry at Elon Musk in China? Because it almost... Uh, he had a starlink uh satellite that uh, almost crashed into into their uh their space station i saw that yeah they were basically the chinese government asked the u.s to control elon musk which is no deport him deport him to china <laughs> really seriously no 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 that's what i'm saying they should do deport him back to fucking south africa where he belongs um working at gym mine for the rest of your life you're fucking work in the townships um I th- I think it's I think it's interesting. Well, from what you're saying, that Chinese people are pissed off at him. That basically they're using they're trying to rile up nationalism to go against Elon Musk. Yeah, because China's nationalism is very difficult to control, and they don't. It's not common that they use like that nationalist sentiment to go against private sector like CEOs. Well, we don't have a fucking national space program anymore. It's all subsidized and given to Elon Musk. So that's who they have to attack. NASA doesn't exist anymore, Ari. You should check out that movie. What, Don't Look Up? Don't Look Up. Yeah, I want to watch it. It's relevant. I, I told you I really like David Sirota. I think he does a lot of good reporting. I don't know who that is. Half of the team that produced it. Uh, produced the movie? He's like a director or producer. I don't remember. I don't know how movies work, man. <laughs> Very. Uh, <clears throat> I didn't recognize any of the people in it. Like Jennifer Lawrence does not look like herself. And neither does Leonardo DiCaprio. I was like, oh, Jack Black looks young. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what the hell? (laughs) Seriously, I'm not even joking. I thought it was Jack Black. That's not an exaggeration. Should have been Jack Black. Then they could have a bunch. The president is a fucking liar. (laughs) That's true. And I was like, Jack Black looks really good here. (laughs) It's just like filled with tenacious D songs. (laughs) Literally after that, they started playing some some like song, and I was like, "Yeah, it's tenacious." <laughs> I did. I didn't think that. He's just like, "Don't look up." <laughs> He's like always singing like a fucking. Psycho. There is a song like "Just Look Up." Oh really? Yeah, based off tenacious. I think I think uh, maybe America does need to just look up and just call this one. Let's just call this one. When you say look up, you mean look up while they press the barrel of a gun to their chins? That's exactly what I mean. That's that's the point of looking up. Just uh, tap tap it, y'all. Well, I hope that America does not kill itself. I hope that America looks up at the gun that they're pointing. <laughs> that's very <laughs> awkward, but maybe they're pointing it at their forehead. Before we finish all of the many China things I have, last week we were talking about the history of Christmas, and I forgot one element, which I learned, which was that... Basically, part of the commercialization of Christmas was because Christmas's origin was a party, was a basically a holiday that was organized mainly around like the winter solstice. So it involved a lot of drinking and fires. And I remember something like every year, especially like in large cities, urban areas like New York City, there were, every year there would be like dozens of people injured or killed yeah. in like the drinking and fires that would take place um, as a result of Christmas. And that's one of the re- that's one of the reasons that they decided to, to make it about family and commercialize it was basically as a, as a means of elites to essentially contr- enact some kind of social control. As a matter of social control to kind of like tamp down the fires and violence that, that happened every year, which I totally forgot about that element, which I thought was also interesting. Yeah. Christmas was originally like a f- drinking and fire holiday. Hell yeah, that, and then let's only, go back to that. Only later did it become like a family-oriented, like commercialized gift holiday. Let's return to traditions, folks. I mean, you That's won't get any arguments from me. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, I actually, I've, I think I listened to a podcast about that once. Was it this podcast? I don't think it was, but it very well could have been. We talked about that bill in, in California to ban guns, right? The one that's modeled off of the yeah, yeah, we did 
So did we talk about the one in Oklahoma now to ban books? No. So they're saying that basically they want to do similar thing, but they would ban the book in schools. And then if the school didn't remove the banned book that the parents asked to have banned, they would the parents could get ten thousand dollars. What the idea being that per day, the, by the way, banned book is damaging their children's psyche or something. Uh, essentially, yeah. So that's pretty fun. No more nineteen eighty four in schools. Uh which I think here's what I think is they should someone should say, I want the Bible out of schools. Tort reform. Tort reform. Yeah. I think that I mean there's only one direction for this to go, which is that everyone who feels the slightest bit of damage. I mean, they can already basically sue. Like, any parent could sue the school right now with the claim that, like, whatever, high school mathematics hurt their child's feelings, and therefore they can sue the school district for $10 million. Like, that already exists. I don't know why they need to create laws to do this. And by the way, the, any of the people who died in that, in that what's his name? The hero in Wisconsin, Kyle, Scott Walker. Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh, oh that one, too. <laughs> Kyle Rittenhouse, anyone who, any one of his victims, I don't see why they couldn't sue the uncle, if you actually think about it. Why I mean, wouldn't they? they could, be, I mean, they could try. Yeah, they, I don't understand why they don't. Why don't they sue the uncle for giving a mentally ill 17-year-old an assault rifle? It's possible that they have. I don't know. I, I purposely stayed away from this case because I it's a lot of people, like most things nowadays, just getting in their lane and like not. Just like saying dumb shit. And when it comes to guns, it's even worse because most people, even on the conservative side that are like the pundits talking about this, have probably shot a gun once in their life. They went to like a range and shot like, uh, shot skeet or something like one time. No comment about skeet. Well, the elites usually shoot skeet at little children, so that is what it is. Um, Is that an adrenochrome joke? Adrenochrome, folks. They're, they're taking it from the children and putting it in old people like Murdoch. <laughs> Rupert Murdoch. But his wife, I believe, it, I believe it's his wife, works with the Clinton Foundation. <laughs> no surprise there. <laughs> it's so funny how they pretend to, like, hate each other. Uh, these, like, you know, the owner of Fox News and then, then, like, the Clinton Foundation, they, like, pretend to, oh, we are left and right. It's like, no, you're, you're the... The two sides of the corporate party. I just heard that today. I thought it was hilarious. Kind of fucked up. Oh, yeah. Well, let me go back to China really fast. China. So two two things, the vasectomy ban and the steam ban, very relevant, very connected. They are. Explain. Because if you don't make sure that Chinese men can't get vasectomies, what they'll do is... If they can get vasectomies, they will, because then they'll say, oh, sorry, honey, I can't come to bed anymore. But when you ban that, then what's their contraception? Play League of Legends all day, bud. That's what you do. But now they've banned Steam, too, so they have no excuses for their overbearing wives. That's how they're connected. Okay. Creative. <laughs> I think it's interesting, and I, I think I think it's still interesting that it's connected to that kind of will to live that you can see with their COVID response, that... They will, they will enact any measure of social control that they can in order to preserve what they think are the means for their. I mean, there's obviously like their population is in a, a serious crisis right now. But yeah. whereas Taiwan's like, let the house prices rise, and like their their birthing rates go to fucking zero, no. and they're just like, well, we don't understand. Let's add another. 1,000 NT subsidy for every child you produce. Yeah. So right now, just to make it clear for everyone who doesn't know, the subsidies, like the most generous subsidies in Taiwan, as far as I know, are something like a 250 US dollar one-time cash subsidy <laughs> for having a child, which is about enough to pay for what? Like oh, um, two-month supply of one of the 11,000 fucking cram schools they'll have to go to to actually graduate. <laughs> To actually get into a, a university in Taiwan now that they're consolidating them and, and forcing them to merge. Well, that's partially because of the falling birth rate. They're, I mean, yeah, they're all connected. But point being, like, the it's expensive to raise a child here. And rather than dealing with the largest expense, which is buying a house yeah. to take care of your children, they're like, it's not an issue. Yeah, it's not a big deal. We're like, what, what housing crisis? Well, that's because they're elites, dude. 
they don't understand that it's yeah the ones in power already yeah, have that's all what the I'm houses. They're, 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 it's difficult for them to buy a house, and uh, they. I mean, it's the classic video. Speaking of Clinton, have you seen the video where she walks into a normal person's house <laughs> and she's like looking around, very uncomfortable? She's like, "What the fuck." <laughs> She's like, I didn't know fucking people live like this. She's like, this is one step above a fucking cardboard box and a newspaper blanket on the goddamn street. Show me that video. <laughs> you want to look? Not, at not right now. You can't censor that out. Sure can, bud. I'll just download the MP3 and then cut that clip out and just play it back like ten thousand times. I'll just insert it every thirty seconds. <laughs> what was really interesting, Chen Shengguo. The leader of Xinjiang right now, the head of Xinjiang, who is largely responsible for the the genocide that's taking place, and also formerly responsible for heading uh, Tibet, Tibet now province, yeah. <clears throat> which was formerly an independent country. Yeah. Just a reminder to everyone, uh, was removed as the head of Xinjiang. I think for the embarrassing job he's done, because in Tibet, like realistically, everyone knew it was happening in Tibet, and. The West was like, oh, you're really bad. But, like, they did it in, in that level and that pitch and that voice. Like, yeah. nobody really cared and nobody really did anything. And now with Xinjiang, it's like, I think it's partially because of Chinese increased chi China's increased presence in the world and the fact that because they're a global superpower and we're so reliant on them, people expect us to do more. But they've been taking a lot more flack for what's happened in Xinjiang than they yeah. ever did for Tibet. Yeah. And I think they're a little bit blaming him for that. I think they're also removing him to, like, Maybe take a little bit of uh, heat off the idea of being like, oh, we 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 replaced the guy in charge. Somebody is going to do the same policies yeah. that are directed by us anyways. Yeah, exactly. It's not like it was him. Like, I mean, he, he obviously has some. Uh, oh, he's fully cho culpable, choice, but, but like it's uh, the it's the, all directed by. The, yeah, exactly. The it's it's coming. It's coming from top down, just like everything in in Jana. So I, I just think it's interesting, and I wonder will, where he'll be put next if he's not added to the Politburo. One other thing. This is just speculation, but I, I want to get your thoughts on this, which is that because I'm sure everyone on who listens to the pod, and if you haven't, maybe Jordan has mentioned it. I know Jordan knows that there's an outbreak right now in Xi'an right now. Mm. And we talked about it last time, actually. We talked about it last time, and yeah. I, I talked about it. I showed some of the video, I think, on one of the updates. A lot of people are saying that it's already a little bit out of control. And I believe that China can get it under control because they have an essentially totalitarian system. So it's not that difficult. At the worst, they'll just do what they did in Wuhan originally, which is just close off the borders completely and weld apartment buildings shut until it disappears. There's the video of them welding gates and stuff shut, so... That's not surprising, but what no. what I think it might cause, because they're so terrified of Omicron, and because they are so careful right now, I think, to be honest, that they there's a remote possibility that they will essentially cancel the Olympics. Because oh, the Olympics are in yeah. a couple months. Because of the international pressure right now, and because they don't really care about it, the Olympics are a symbol for them. So I don't think that this is likely. It helps but them white, whitewash some of the... It's bad shit that they do, but yeah, I don't think it's top on their priority. What list. I think they will do, though, is I think they will. It's becoming increasingly possible that they will absolutely try to minimize the amount of foreign guests that are allowed to come at all to the Olympics. Basically, keep yeah. it to athletes at athletes only. Yeah, and they'll probably have to do fourteen day quarantine. Um. Well, they might have like rigorous testing, and they will probably where are the they made they made Moanzo do. 14 or 21 day quarantine when she came back from Canada. Did they? Yeah. Interesting. They're serious about it. That goes to your will to live thing. They they don't fuck around with 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 actual However, I the think country. that what they will do is they will absolutely minimize the contact between those athletes and normal people in China. That basically you get off the plane and you get transported to a completely segregated, completely quarantined Olympic village. Oh, for sure. And then you're in contact with people who are res residential on site and basically the people coming into china and the people staffing the olympics will probably never come in contact with any chinese people during the entire period of the olympics and then after every single person who came in contact with them will then be forced to go into quarantine, a quarantine yeah. to ensure that there's absolutely no human contact whatsoever between those two groups of people that's what i would assume is going to take place if they do hold the olympics as which i think they will because this is like a national pride thing but i think that they're they will definitely have minimal to no guests. 
And if, I, I think, yeah, I think that's absolutely right. Which is like, what the fuck is the point of the Olympics? Is it just like a TV show? And if that's the case... Yeah, the- I mean, most people watch it on TV anyway. I don't know. I I think we should obviously be boycotting the Olympics anyway. I, tot- but- I totally agree. I think, But I think the whole... Then what the fuck is the point of keeping up the charade that the Olympics are valuable at all? If all it is is like a glorified national fucking TV show, then then let's just... Honestly, let's just cut the funding for it. Because the U.S. spends a shitload of fucking federal money, like... On sports, which are fucking stupid, and they get enough money. Sorry, it's pride. Pride. If you don't like country. it, if you don't like it, then fucking ask for a sponsorship. We can run faster than you. You've taken enough of our fucking welfare money, yeah, welfare queen. I athletes. swim fast. Realistically, like, if people can't even go watch it, if you're just gonna play sports on TV, it's essentially equivalent to the NBA, which means they should lose the fucking government subsidies. Like, this is a joke at this point. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to disagree with that. We definitely should cut all our funding from the IOC since they basically, I mean, they've proven that they're just a another wing of the Chinese government. Yeah. Like we did with the, wait, did did Biden restore money to the WHO? That I'm not sure about. I, I, I assume he did, up. but I don't know for sure. I hope he didn't. Well, don't we all? All right, now that our house looks like a fucking medieval Catholic church, I was going to say... Speaking of large international organizations that are supposed to be for the good of all mankind but are actually giant grifts, uh, the UN has been shown to be leaking uh, Uyghur identities to the Chinese government. That's fucked. Yep. For anyone who thinks that the UN is like a monolithic, simple organization, it's not. The UN is like the the corrupt bureaucracy of corrupt bureaucracies with like hundreds of different little organizations and thousands of employees spread across the world who all bilk the global taxpayer out of money so that they can justify their own existence and then do literally nothing which is all the un has been responsible for since its creation except for the eradication of smallpox i'll give them that other than that, I can't think of anything the UN has done. Can you? There's, I mean, it creates a forum for people to have potential to have um, some sort of dialogue. And Oh, you mean Twitter? <laughs> and it's also... You mean Facebook? I mean, the White Hats do some decent stuff from now and again. Uh, so here's an article from Newsweek talking about this. Says the Chinese government's violent oppression of the primary legal. Okay, this is this is. Let's let's get into it. Let's uh. Let's get into it. Do do do. Okay, so it says the United Nations, the very institution created to reaffirm faith and fundamental human rights, is assisting China in its violent effort to wipe out the Uyghurs by helping the CCP cover its tracks. These were the findings of a recent report by Le Monde oh. uh, about the efforts of UN human rights officer turned whistleblower. Emily Riley or Reilly, R-E-I-L-L-Y. Riley or Reilly claims that prior to the UN Human Rights Council session in recent years, China has requested the names of Uyghur and other Chinese dissidents who were scheduled to speak. And despite being explicitly forbidden by the UN's own rules, the UN, according to Riley, uh, has made it practice to share this information with Chinese authorities who it uses to, uh, who uses it to harass dissidents' families who are still based in China. There was also I saw other articles talking about so potentially some leaked email. That information? Who who in the organization is giving that and why are they not being punished? That's my question too. Well, I mean, good question, but that's how a lot of these things work is when they uh, do these sorts of things. It says that she originally discovered this practice in 2013. That's insane. Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know, a typical UN worker gets paid like close to 200,000 US dollars a year. So these are like these aren't like backroom, uh, low-level people. These are highly paid global elites who are still basically doing the bidding of foreign governments, probably yeah. under corrupt pretenses. Well, they can make some money off of it. Uh, it says the UN, in fact, confirmed Riley's allegation in 2017 when the OHCHR acknowledged that the that it confirms attendees' names with the Chinese authorities who regularly ask the UN Human Rights office whether particular NGO delegates are attending for for, uh, the forthcoming sessions. Uh, So too did a 2019 UN tribunal confirm the practice of providing names of human rights defenders to the Chinese delegation. It says 
that they're also simultaneously providing contradictory statements denying it. I mean... So I think that's probably how they're doing it. And the fact that no one is willing to hold them accountable and call them out for it, besides these whistleblowers who they obviously bury afterwards, like, no one cares. No one gives a shit, man. That's That's the problem with a lot of these things, is that people have been too busy being distracted about, uh, you know, who, who get who, another Pfizer. Yeah. These, these things that should not be dividing us. Um, but in fact are like, uh, yeah. Like how many boosters we should take so we can go back and work ourselves to death and, uh, give our grandmothers COVID because Anthony Fauci thinks that you're a fucking take little worker and Pfizer's and get back to work. Low life. Get a job, sir. That's disgusting. Yeah, it is. It is, but that's what's happening. Good thing we pay some money to them. <laughs> Good thing I don't... Well, I pay taxes to Taiwan, and Taiwan is not a member of the UN. That's true. So actually, my tax dollars technically don't go to the UN. So fuck you, Anthony Fauci. Fuck you! That's a joke. Anthony Fauci is not a member of the UN, but I'm sure he's taking some money from them somewhere along the way. Next door, did you hear about the, the flare-up in Myanmar, that massacre that took place? Yeah, it wasn't on Christmas. Was it? No, nah, I don't think so. Was it not? Maybe it was. I can't remember. People are calling it the Christmas massacre or something. But I don't, know if it actu- I don't know if it actually happened on Christmas. That's just what people were saying. Yeah, I heard a little bit about it. Yeah, it's like, I think upwards of 30 people, they yeah. basically just rounded up like a... I think they're just angry, like poorly trained soldiers in the midst of a civil war. So they just rounded up a village, shot them all to death, and then lit the bodies on fire to like kind of cover it up. That's basically what looks like what took place. And China's, of course, has nothing to say about all the weapons that they're selling to them. Except for ka-ching. <laughs> That's all they care about, man. That's all, all it ends up being. The unfortunate thing, is, and I say this a lot, and people might get frustrated with it, but I think that it is very true, is that the U.S. needs to clean up its own shit, too, so they can call these things out. Because if the U.S. called that out right now and said, like, look, you're selling, the, you're selling weapons to people doing a genocide, it's like, yeah, you're doing that with Saudi right now. Saudi is not committing a genocide. I don't, I don't agree with that equivalence at all. You don't think Saudi, Saudi is doing a genocide in Yemen right now? No, I don't. I think that the Saudi government... The Saudi government is not doing, is selling weapons to like one of the sides in Yemen. If maybe you could say the U.S. by selling weapons to the Saudis who are then arming one of the sides in the the Yemeni conflict. But I even think that it's like, it's like a complex, I think, famine situation. I wouldn't say that it's a genocide. But but I I would, I would say it's, it's greatly led by, by the Saudis and I'm not saying that they're exactly the same. What I'm saying is that it's it's still morally repugnant, and you're still doing morally repugnant weapon sales, and that hurts your argument. I still disagree. I still think that that's like what about you think that it, you think that it's just chill? No, of course I. But what I'm what I'm saying is it's easier for for us to call out people's bad actions if we if we have our hands. You say that we who cares if the United States calls them out? It doesn't make a fucking like calling out doesn't do anything anymore. There's no such thing as shame right now. Everyone knows that there's a genocide right now in China. And is anybody doing anything? Everyone knows that there's a civil war in Myanmar. Is anyone doing anything? There's no such thing as shame. So when you say calling out, it doesn't matter. Like calling out someone doesn't matter. The only thing that matters right now are fucking weapon sales, sanctions, and honestly, military intervention. Those are the only things that will make a fucking difference right now. I think the only option there is then probably sanctions and maybe weapon sales to Taiwan. (laughs) But like, I, I just don't. I don't think there's shame, so I don't think it, it matters it, whether the I think United it, States I th- has, like... I think it's also the, just the right thing to do. We shouldn't be selling weapons to the Saudis. I agree with that. I agree with that. But I'm saying the, the U.S. is, not, like, barely a player in this. The U.K. is a much bigger... The U.K. was their fucking former colonist. Well, yeah, I mean, fuck the U.K. too. No, for but sure. What I'm saying is, like, the U.S.'s position on this issue makes literally fucking no difference. We sanctioned them for, what, 60 years before anything happened? Like... Realistically, it sanctions probably won't do anything anyways. It, they they enjoy being a pariah state. And the military made that fucking clear that they're willing to throw everything down the drain and go back to the way things were 10 years ago because it's better than actually having other people in the world threaten their, their monopoly on power that they let go of for a grand total of seven fucking years. So, yeah, I think it's probably fucked either way. 
I think if if there were an embargo on weapon sales to them, it's possible that the civil war could actually go against them and the military could possibly be overthrown. That I agree with, but the, the calling people out is not going to make them. Well, well, yeah, yeah. When I'm said calling out, I mean like obviously calling out followed by action because calling people out never does. Oh anything. hell yeah. But, I love action. But I mean, what kind of... Like I said at the beginning of the pod. <laughs> what, I mean, yeah. What, what, what is the U.S. going to do? Sanction China? Maybe. Have a weapons embargo and basically say any country that sells weapons to them it basically gets taken out of SWIFT. You, you think you think uh, America's got big enough balls to do that? No, I, I don't. Because I, I think they have pretty small balls right now. I listened to The Economist recently, and I, I, I heard that exact fucking statement where it's like, the United States, someone was saying, well, the United States does so much to sanction Russia. Why can't it do the same with China? And the argument basically, it sounded like it was going like, well, China's a lot bigger and they could get around the U.S. sanctions. That's not what the point was. The point was that the United States would actually stand to lose too much money. And therefore, the United States wouldn't be willing to actually sanction China. Our economy. Yeah, so, so we could. But yeah, the main point is, are we willing to? And the no. answer, I agree with you, is probably not. Cash rules everything around me, man. It's it's. Listen, we're we're losing ten percent of our fucking population, like <laughs> over the course of the next ten years, because yeah. COVID is not going away. So we've sacrificed. If we're willing to sacrifice ten percent of our tax base and probably like more more than that in economic growth every year for the next decade, then of course we're not going to sacrifice a tiny bit. Well, it's, I mean, the the thing, though, is that the corporations are still making money. Now they don't pay taxes. So the government's not really getting rich. Well, if the number of the CEOs fucking die off, then maybe it won't they can, matter. They can replace them. It, it really doesn't matter. You That's, say they. I mean, like, then what the fuck do they care? Like, As long as the, the elites keep get it, getting a lot of money and they keep paying bribes to the politicians, and then the politicians in turn can go work for those companies later. This is why I think it's a matter of time before I honestly think there will be, like, mass civil unrest, that people are just going to start— killing representatives i'm not advocating this let me make that 100 percent clear but there comes a point when the society has broken down so much and absolutely nothing is being done and it doesn't it think people are so hopeless about the future that if you allow society to degrade to that point then there there is a high possibility that there will just be mass anarchy and, and essentially civil war well i i talked about yesterday there's um they're basically cutting the child child tax credit. So that's going to be, if you can get it even, it's going to be greatly reduced. And so people are going to be, yeah, people aren't even going to be able to take care of their kids. And uh, yeah, if you, I mean, that's something that like you can't handle. Like, I mean, you know, you threaten. You can't handle the truth. Well, you can't threaten someone's fucking kids. If kids start starving, people are going to start doing wild shit. Like you ask, I, I ask, still don't think I still disagree with you on that specific one because I think that most people get that refund once a year. Like no, no, no you don't. You don't. No, no. This is how it works: is you get uh, half of it in monthly payments and half of it is a, a tax rebate. credit. Yes, but it's paid by who? So the treasury gives you a cash payout once a month. Yep, they give you they cu- they cut you a three hundred dollar. It depends on how old the child is, but suffice to say, three hundred and fifty or two hundred dollar. $250 check every month, and then you get the rest of it at uh, when you file taxes. Interesting. I did not know that, but I don't have children, so. Well, it and it literally cut child poverty by 40%. And now they're just like, mm, fuck it. We don't care. It's great. Whatever. Let's just shove a bunch of kids back into poverty. But I don't know. It's monstrous shit. But yeah, I, I do. The society's breaking down, so like this is like small potatoes. Well, I think it's. I think that's part of it, though. You know, and and it's just like we can get away with anything. People are like dying in the streets right now. It won't. It won't happen forever. And speaking to that, uh, that sort of anarchy, the place you don't want to have this anarchy is in the United States, where there are more guns than people. <laughs> and now you can literally print. Thanks, a fucking, Joe Rogan. <laughs> you can literally print a fucking three D gun at your house. Libertarianism. That's why I voted for Gary Johnson thirty times in a row. So that people can print their own AR-15s and then kill each other when somebody says mean things to them. And also he promised to lower the age of consent. Because that's like libertarians' number one thing. Seriously? Dude, I don't know if you you need to go online. I think I don't need to go online. You need to go on Reddit, bud. You can figure out a lot about libertarians. They love talking about lowering the age of consent. It's a contract between a man and a woman. It's a contract between a man and a small boy. 
Well, they, I mean, people do love talking about like going back to like this Greek style of democracy. And you know how the Greeks did love their, their boys. Their man boy love. No idea what we were talking about six hours ago. I think Myanmar. I can't remember. Definitely at some point, but I don't think that was the last thing we were talking about. I remember talking about libertarians and their. Oh yeah, you were saying I should go online. Yeah, and of course you shouldn't. That's a joke. Don't worry, I won't. <clears throat> I don't know. You do love those YouTube comments. I occasionally check them. <laughs> Big mistake. Big mistake, bud. Yeah, a couple of things, and then I'll go sit outside with you for a minute. Uh, One was that Trump seems to have come out in favor of the vaccine, that he, he used our tax money to help develop, mm-hmm. amazingly. And everyone's, like, freaking out, like... Leftists are being like it's too late, and Republicans are being like traitor. According yeah. to, according to CNN. Uh yeah, I mean I think it's there's a big spectrum, but uh yeah. So I was talk. I think I talked about that the other day. He's talking to. Oh no, there's a different. That was a different thing with Huckabee. But yeah, I, I watched him go out with. I think it was Hannity, and they both talked about getting boosted. Really? Yeah, and Trump's new line is, "Don't let them take it away from you, folks." We did this. We the we the strong MAGA crowd. We made these vaccines happen. Don't you let them take it away from you. I mean, it is true. It is true. Yeah, it totally. It totally is. I mean, kind of. I mean, I don't know that anyone would have done anything different, but yeah. I feel like the Republicans would have fought it if Joe Biden was like, "We have to have a national vaccine program in place that the United States is going to prepay for." They would have been like, "Fuck that shit." Like. Let the private companies do it by them. Well, maybe. Maybe they would have been all in favor of giving private companies a shitload of money. I think they would have, but I don't know. It's hard to say. I, I tend to think they would have, but yeah. We, we will never know. It's counterfactual. The last thing is personal, which is that the other day I saw another accident near the same place. That road, Gushan, second road, is one of the most dangerous roads in Gaoshan, considering how many accidents I've seen there recently. No. And this time... My goodness, the first, the one I saw a few weeks ago, nobody stopped. Like, I saw buses weaving away, like, basically trying to avoid running over the, the body laying in the road just to get past him. So they didn't have, this time, I saw people going out of their way to avoid traffic so that they could stop and pull over on the side to help this guy. Oh, really? Probably, like, there were like six or seven people. I think he broke too, he hit his brakes too hard mm-hmm. at the, before the intersection and just, like, went down. Almost everyone got off their bike to help to help this wow. person. I didn't see. I think it was a guy, but it was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. Instead of going out of their way to avoid the accident, they went out of their way to move their bike so that they could help, which is the complete opposite. So it's commendable. Good to see you. It's really good to see. I thankfully haven't seen an accident in a while, but I that night um, that we went out, I saw him. Oh, I did see him try to get up, and he couldn't get up. Oh, that's not great. But at least at least he was moving. I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was gonna say the the day we went out Christmas. Yes, on Christmas Day, um, I went out. Well, I went out the same time as you guys, but to a different place with a different friend at first before we met up, and. I didn't realize this, but I I would call. I was talking to you on the phone when I was over there. It was mobbed with people, just like out, like walking along the river and stuff, like enjoying the light show uh, for Christmas. And I was like really upset because there were so many people, and I didn't. I don't do well in crowds. But anyway, so we were we ate, and I left, and I found out that like very shortly after I left, a drunk driver drove through and killed people walking through a crosswalk. Really? I don't know how... He, like, hit a family. I think only one person died, but, yeah. Like, just blazed through a crosswalk and smoked some people. Fucked, man. That's pretty fucked. It's also... Yeah, I was so close to it, too. It was, like, literally right in front of the restaurant we were eating at. So, yeah. Drunk driving is definitely a problem in Taiwan. I don't know if it's worse than, like, in the U.S., because it's a big problem in the U.S. as well, but... People like to drink and drive, which is weird, because it's not, like... One, there's public transportation, and two, like it's not like taxis are that expensive, but people are selfish, so I don't know. Don't drink and drive, folks. It's it's never fucking worth it. Agreed. Whether you kill someone else, which is obviously like the worst, or or kill yourself, or just you get a, you get pulled over, and then you have to deal with the litany of shit that that involves. Shame. Shame.
That's all I got. Happy New Year. And look out for those NFTs, folks. Yeah. Uh, I think um, I might do one more episode by myself before the New Year's up. But this is the last you one. You mean tomorrow? Yeah, maybe. I might try to do one. We gotta we gotta be at the New Year's party at six PM. Jeez, why are they starting so early? I told you yesterday. I just remember you telling me when we when we're gonna leave by. I didn't tell you. I just told you we gotta be there by six. No, you told me you were probably gonna leave by a certain time. I won't. I say. did not say that. Yes, you did. You said Livy and I are probably gonna try to leave by one. I I didn't that say that. You, that doesn't even make sense. Why would I leave by one to get there at six? I think you. Just no no no. Leave the party. Oh, at night, yeah. Yeah, that's oh, what I I'm think saying. you meant leave to go there. I no. was like, how does that make sense? No, it doesn't. That's why that's not what I was saying. Oh, yeah. No, no, but it does start at 6. I think I did say you must not have heard it. No, no, you probably almost certainly did say I'm not saying you didn't say it. I just oh. don't remember it. Okay. Yeah. All right, folks, now that you know our plans for New Year's, um, make sure to go check out the website. There's uh, That new writer is going to be up pretty soon, so you'll be able to... Read all of their content. Um, yeah, lots of Taiwan, China, Hong Kong, military, so, so like what do you call it? Society. Society. Yeah, the, their style is like pretty short and and like to the point. Well, they're just supposed to like cover as much of Taiwan news as possible. And we say one, but there's like potentially two or three interns. Let's just call them interns who will be uh, yeah filling in all kinds of local content. So there will be a lot, a lot of Taiwan. China, Hong Kong, news updates from local society things, military content, uh, cross-strait relations, all that kind of stuff. All the good stuff. So you can get a lot of information there. While you're over there, like I said earlier, uh, if you see any ads that you find interesting, you can go ahead and click on those. And then uh, if there's stuff to buy, if you buy it, then all of that helps us quite a bit. And then, of course, also the Patreon, patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash free trying to post. Um you can help us out there, and we can get you some cool goodies. You know, three as little as $3 a month helps us out a lot. So we love you. I will talk to you soon. Let's see how you play